Good evening. Goodbye forever by Nacho Rinpoche. Chapter 23, Part 1. I absolutely had to become what Dujan Rinpoche believed I could become. I would do whatever it took not to disappoint him. Of course, the passion of youth is given to such staunchly devout declarations, but then life happens. What would happen then? That was the serious question, but it was not in my mind at that point. Sitting with Kyabje Dujan Rinpoche, everything was possible. Chapter 23, There and Back Again. December 1971 to January 1972. Looking back, I recognised I'd been more than merely fortunate. I'd spent an inordinate period of time with Kyabje Dujan Rinpoche. I'd also spent time with Dilgo Kyentse Rinpoche. I'd gone to see him at the advice of Kyabje Dujan Rinpoche, who felt it would be good if I made this connection. This was on the basis that Dilgo Kyentse Rinpoche had also heard of Kyung Chenaro Lingma. I had audiences with Dilgo Kyentse Rinpoche several times. He was wonderfully kind and generous, and meetings with him were always encouraging and inspiring. On our third meeting, he presented me in ivory Damaru, Pengar and Purba. He told me that I should keep these items reserved for the future when I gave empowerments to my own students. This was something of a shock, even though Kyabje Dujan Rinpoche had told me I would teach. But how could I possibly ever give empowerments? It was like hearing him tell me that I'd rival Leonardo da Vinci in painting. Shakespeare in poetry and Bach in music. I checked that I had not misheard or misunderstood, but no. I was assured that as I had given empowerments as Aro Yeshe in my previous life, that I would eventually give them again. It was not something I needed to think about at the moment or for some years to come. It would all take care of itself. All I needed to do was practice. Dujan Rinpoche would indicate when I should begin to use these ivory implements, but that in the meantime I should acquire a Bodhi seed tenga and an iron purva. I had already acquired a bell and vajra. I'd visited the local traders and found a bell and damaru I could afford. It was unusual and I wondered whether it was suitable. Both Dujan Rinpoche and Dilgo Kyentse Rinpoche told me that it was more than suitable. It was perfect and was not of recent make. The bell and vajra were nine-pronged and these were ideal for a nyingma. I asked Dilgo Kyentse Rinpoche whether he would be so kind as to tell me about his life in order that I could read it for inspiration as I travelled back to Britain. He was happy to oblige and gave me a far longer account than I imagined. I was delighted. 
I took copious notes and the translator, Nyawang, was kind enough to see me later to give me all the Tibetan spellings for the names I had mutilated with my primitive phonetics. This process took over three hours, but I learned a great deal from the experience. Oh yeah, Dilgo Kyentse Rinpoche said. Sangyam you must be having. Kyabje Dujum Rinpoche is Chugyam Sangyam speaking? Yes, Rinpoche. Then good, but great care taken. Sangyam must be auspicious, serious practitioner, or many problems coming. He smiled at this point and continued, but now very young, so no difficulty. Maybe some girlfriends having, then seeing if suitable becoming. After the long and detailed discourse on his life, Dilgo Pientse Rinpoche laughed. So, no more telling. Then Lakpachurgyam in Boulder arriving. Kyabje Dujam Rinpoche recognising and all things teaching. Dilgo Kyentse Rinpoche asked me whether I recited the seven-line song of Padmasambhava. I replied that I did, and he asked me to chant it for him. Hung, Urgyan Yogi Nubchang Sam, Pema Kesa Dongpola, Yatsen Chirgi Nyodrupne, Pema Jungne Shezu Drag, Koru Kandru Mangpurko Kyeki Jezu Dagdruki, Jingi Lopchi Sheksusol Guru Pema Sidi Hung. Yeah, he grinned at me. So maybe you should know the path of the hidden meaning, the path of liberation. Then he began to expound the root meaning. The first word is the syllable Hung. This awakens the nature of self-arisen wisdom. Then the first line, Urgen Yogi Nubchang Sam. Semni is the nature of mind, but when Sem, conceptual mind, is misunderstood as being divided from it, this is dualism. Semni is identical with Urgen Yul. This is the freedom, Sam, from the extremes of Samsara, Nub and nirvana, chang. Samsara is cyclic experience and nirvana is the release from cyclic experience into emptiness. These are known as extremes because although nirvana is the release from samsara, it abandons form. The nature of mind is not disturbed by the forms that arise because it is the nature of space to give rise to form. So then, the next line coming, at which Dilgo Kyentse Rinpoche motioned me to recite. Pema Kesar Dongpola. This meaning, realisation of union, Dongpo, of primordial sphere, Pema, and intrinsic awareness, Dilgo Kyentse Rinpoche motioned me again. Yatsan Chirgi Nyodrup Nye. Zogchen is great completeness. 
This is marvellous, Yatsen, attainment, Nye, of supreme accomplishment, Jogi Nyodrup. Pema Dungne Shesudrav. This is wisdom of primordial nature, renowned as Shesudrav, the ultimate ground, Dungne, of Buddhahood, Pema. This is non-dual ground of being. Kuru Kandro Mangpa Ko. This wisdom, Ko, is multiple power of manifestation, Mangpa, emanating, Ro, in primordial sky, Ka, as attributes of non-dual realization, Kordu. This is primordial purity of the phenomenal world. Kyeki Jesu Dagdruki. I develop firm confidence, Dagdruki, in nature of non-dual primordial wisdom, Kyeki Jesu. Chingi Loche Sheikh Susol. In order to purify, cheer all attachments to appearances as primordial wisdom, Chingi Lo. May I realize the ultimate nature, Sheikh Susol. Guru Pema Siddhi Hung. Essence of primordial wisdom is emptiness of Chukku, Guru. Nature of primordial wisdom is clarity of Longku, Pema. Energy of primordial wisdom is all-pervasive compassionate power of Truku, Siddhi, manifested by the fivefold wisdom of the elements, Hung. Yeah, and so the verse begins with the seed syllable of the nature of mind, Hung, which awakens self-arisen primordial wisdom which is the actual nature of samsara and nirvana. The country of Urgyan is a unique source of Vajrayana. In relation to the path, your mind, the nature of mind, is the unique source of Vajrayana. This is the meaning of Urgyan. The nature of mind is free from descending samsara and ascending nirvana. This descending and ascending are meaningless because the nature of mind is not partial to the extremes. It has no addiction to either form or emptiness. Pema is the lotus and signifies Chuying, the sphere of the creative space of phenomena. This is the nature that must be realised. <clears throat> it doesn't dwell anywhere. It's beginninglessly pure, just as the lotus flower is unstained by the impurity of the mire in which it grows. Kesar is the pistil and signifies the vajra, the luminosity of intrinsic awareness, the method of realising the nature of mind. This is spontaneously accomplished, 
and realised as self-radiant intrinsic awareness, primordial wisdom. It blossoms with clarity and for that reason it resembles the pistil of a lotus. Dongpo is the stem which supports the pistil and the lotus petals. This is the self-arisen primordial wisdom of unconstrained ebullience that resides as the union of the sphere of phenomenal reality and sphere of primordial wisdom. And it is the ultimate nature of mind or the innate luminosity of mind. Mind is the luminous, spontaneously born great completion, the primordial wisdom of the absolute nature. This is the meaning of the fourth empowerment of inner tantra, and it is this which is marvellous. The nature of mind is the ground of all Buddhas of the three times, who have blossomed like lotus flowers. So the nature of mind is renowned as the basis of Pema, the Buddhas. This recognition is known as Pema Jungne, Padmasambhava, the Absolute Buddha. In terms of this state or realisation, there are five spectral rays of primordial wisdom which naturally manifest. To realise the nature of non-dual primordial wisdom and to integrate it into everyday life with unchanging confidence, we say, I shall follow your practice. Guru If you become experienced and discover the ultimate nature, you will realise the view and complete this realisation through meditation. Then you will transform all attachments into the pure appearance that radiate from the essential sphere. Primordial wisdom is the emptiness essence of being. Pema The nature of primordial wisdom is luminosity. It is spontaneously accomplished as the sphere of realised appearances which are a ceaseless display of power in being inseparable from the sphere of unconditioned potentiality. So Pema is the lotus which is unstained by dualism. The inseparability of the essence and nature is the empathetic appreciative activity display which arises independent of samsara and nirvana. Through this, the needs of endless beings are fulfilled. This is known as the attainment of Siddhi. Khung, the final Khung, is the self-arisen primordial wisdom and the seed syllable of mind, which possesses the five primordial wisdoms.